Today's episode is sponsored by Lori Dean with Wykert Realtors. Are you ready to unlock the door to your dream home in Washington state? Look no further, Lori has you covered. With years of experience and a passion for finding the perfect property for her clients, Lori is your trusted partner in the real estate journey. Whether you're a first-time buyer, upgrading, or investing, Lori is here for you. From cozy condos to spacious family homes, she offers a wide selection of properties tailored to every lifestyle and budget. Imagine waking up to breathtaking views, entertaining friends in your stylish living space, or enjoying quiet evenings in your own backyard oasis. Lori is here to make those dreams a reality guiding you every step of the way for a smooth and stress-free buying experience. Plus, with a lender available to assist with pre-approval and financing options, the process could not be easier. Don't hesitate. Call Lori today at 360-600-3901 or click the link in the show notes to start turning your real estate dreams into reality. Welcome to Beyond Your Lens, a special place where we share our story as a transgender couple and welcome other amazing stories with us. This podcast is all about being open-minded. We want everyone to feel that their story matters. We'll talk about our own experiences and talk with guests from all walks of life. And together, we'll explore what it means to be authentic and understanding. Join us as we share, learn, and grow together. This is Beyond Your Lens, a space where we see the world through different eyes in the same heart. Welcome on to another episode on Beyond Your Lens. I am so excited to have Angie here. Angie is someone I actually found on my TikTok, Trans Wife Life, and we have became really good friends. She is another spouse going through her spouse's transition, transitioning from male to female. So it's been amazing to connect with her. I wanted to have her on to kind of share her story and just how she's dealt with it. So Angie, welcome on. I really appreciate your time. Hi, Caitlin. Thanks for having me today. Of course. Okay, so let's just start off by maybe um, tell us how did your spouse come out to you? What's her name? And then I'll have more questions, I'm sure. Jen came out to me on December 20th of 2021. Seems like, wow, it's two years, but it seems like a lifetime ago. Uh, We had had an argument a few days prior to her coming out to me and she was staying in a hotel. We're just taking some time apart and she called me that evening and told me, I I have something I really need to share with you. And she sounded different, like scared. And I said, okay, tell me, what do you need to say? And she said, well, I don't know what the best way is to tell you. I don't know if I should email you. I don't know if I should write you a letter. I don't know if I should come home and and do this face to face. And I said, just tell me, I want to know, go ahead and tell me. And she said, I think I am transgender. Wow. Mm. How how was that moment? Like, did you even know what the heck that was? (laughs) I, I'll be honest with you. I did not 
know much about what it means to be transgender prior to Jen coming out to me. But when she told me this, I think my, my brain just seemed to be okay. I just remember saying, okay, come home. Mm. I, looking back on that night, I, it seems like I was on another planet. I heard what she told me, but I, I really didn't know what to say except for come home. It was something I truly never thought I would hear from my spouse. And I still, you know, to this day, uh, am surprised by it because it was just something I never thought that would happen in, in our marriage. So, you know, I was actually just going to ask, were you shocked? And obviously you just answered that. Um, I get that question all the time. Was there anything, anything that made you think possibly, you know, for me, Ryan was transgender and my answer is definitely no. Um, can you speak for Jen? Did she now looking back, did any of this make sense or it's still like, no, like this is a complete shock to everybody. At the time, no, I would never have thought that she was trans. She had never expressed anything to me prior to that night. But now after going through this for two years, I look back on things and I'm just little things. It could be a conversation we had at one point or I don't know, just random things. And I'll be like, oh, I wonder if this, <laughs> could this have been a sign at the time that she was trans? Mm -hmm. But nothing like, I wasn't finding makeup. I wasn't finding, finding things around that would make me think that, that Jen was transgender. She was very manly, almost like ultra male. She had went to the army. She was, yes, I just, just very manly. And so, yes, I, I did not expect this at all. You know, it's crazy. I was just talking with someone on our podcast about um, people in the army. I did not realize a ton. I'm not only saying men, but a ton of men who do struggle with gender dysphoria, um, which again, transgender. I, uh, I did not realize a lot of them go into the army to kind of try to feel more manly and try to fight off this gender dysphoria and fit that norm of how they're supposed to feel, how the world sees them, how their family sees them. And I can only imagine how Jen felt, I've got to fill this role, especially being in the military. And then having, I couldn't even imagine how she felt in the military around other men. Yeah, of course she probably didn't ever want to come out then. Right. Yeah. I think that, she was terrified to come out to me. She, so the year 2021, that fall, she had started to see a therapist, which I thought was great. And I really pumped that up. Yay. That's awesome. I'm glad that you're doing that. She was also getting ready to turn 50 that December. So big year, right? I mean, big birthday. So she had started to see the therapist and I really didn't ask much about it, but I think her her conversations with her therapist her therapist really encouraged her to that you know you need to tell you need to tell Angie you need to tell her what's going on and and I'm so very grateful that she started to see a therapist 
and that she was there to help her through this process because it was a really, really hard um, process for her. So do you guys have kids or did Jen just have to come out to you? We have three daughters actually. Wow. Um, they are, yeah, 23, 22, and 15. Wow. So how did, did Jen or you come out to your daughters right away or how did that all go? Not right away. So Jen told me in January, not January, sorry, December, and we just kept it between the two of us until June when Jen shared the news with our three girls. Our middle daughter was away at college, so we wanted to make sure that they were all home. We, were, we did this all together, and it was in June, towards the end of June, and we just said, hey, we, we would really like to have a family talk, like a discussion, and they're like, oh, what's going on? <laughs> like, what, what are we gonna be talking about? I think later they told me that they thought, oh, we thought you were going to tell us that you were getting a divorce, mm. or that you were sick, or our dad was sick, or but so we had them sit down and you know i was so scared like physically sick almost prior to telling the girls it was something that over those six months we had thought about like when is the right time it was always like when is the right time to do it when is is this going to be the best time to do it and there really isn't a best time or a right time that we have found out but Jen's therapist had really also encouraged her, you probably need to tell, tell your girls so that you can start presenting or, or being yourself more in, in your home. It's your home. You feel comfortable there. Once you tell the girls, it will be easier for you to do that. And when Jen shared this with me, I was like, okay, I see, I see her point. And again, I should probably step back for going back to when Jen came out to me in December. Sometimes I've, after I've read a lot more about what it means to be transgender, um, some individuals just immediately learn, they're like, this is me, this is who I'm going to be um, in the morning when we wake up, this is what you're gonna see. And Jen was not like that. She really, there was a lot of factors. We have a 15 year old, she wanted to be really, I guess respectful, I guess of, of our 15 year old. and. She also um, is a vice president at her company. And so she had to, that was another big factor. She had to make sure that when that happened, when, when she started presenting, it was at the right time. So Jen continued to present as male all, you know, the six months. And so the girls had no clue either. So when we all sat down and Jen shared the news, they were, I mean, at first they, you know, they look very shocked, very surprised, but between all five of us, we cried, we shared how much we loved each other. One of our daughters told Jen that I'm just so glad that you are here with us, mm -hmm. that you're here. We want you here. We don't care if you're male or female. We just want you here with us because Jen did share about some really dark times, you know, suicide thoughts and things like that. So, yeah. yeah. And you know, I'm, I'm glad she did, um, as hard as it is, I'm sure. Um, saying that to your own kids, like, Hey, this is how I've felt. I think not only kids, but people need to hear like, no, this is what it causes. 
um, if I don't do this, I most likely won't be here. So I'm, I'm really proud of Jen to, for her to say that. Um, I do have a question though. Okay. Just because I don't know, I'm curious about it and I'm sure other people may now that you, your daughters know, have they ever said dad and mom, like, I kind of wish you, you guys told us sooner or, or do they understand like why you guys waited? You know, one thing that my oldest, she just could not believe. She's like, oh my gosh, how have you kept this to yourself? Like to yourselves, especially you, mom, like for the last six months. She goes, I can't, she goes, I had to be so hard that you couldn't talk to anybody, that you couldn't tell anybody what was going on. And she goes, I can't believe it. It's just, it's shocking. So I, I think that was more that they were just shocked that we, that we kept it that long. They never actually said that they had wished that we had told them sooner. Uh, other family members have, uh, they haven't, but I think it was just uh, at that time, just really shocking mm-hmm. that what was going on with, with their dad. Yeah. And, and again, I, I want to follow up by saying I asked this question because I get asked it a lot by friends. Um, mm-hmm. what made you wait so long to tell me, I can't believe, you know, we've hung out and you haven't been able to share it because I will say, I will definitely say to you, you are so strong, even though I, I struggle with people saying that because like we have no choice to be other than strong, but you are so strong to only have you and Jen know because right away, even though I'm, I get it, I'm 28 years old and I feel like maybe it's harder at a younger age taking this on. Um, not that it's easier, um, for you, but, um, I had to immediately tell definitely my mom, but, um, a few of my of my friends because I'm just like, I don't even know what to do. So I get why your kids are like, how did you do this? But I also understand because you guys are parents to teenagers. And like you said, that does change a few things. You know, I'm, we just have a two year old, so it's not like he understands and all that kind of stuff. And you, you know, I kind of, kind of want you to go into, if you feel comfortable, um, talking about how Jen has had some I don't know if you want to call it worries, but with your, I think you said 15 year old daughter, just to make sure she felt safe and friends felt safe, all of that. And how you've had to kind of slowly come out to even their friends and make them feel comfortable. Sure. And Caitlin, I do, I, I didn't say this, um, when we were just talking, but besides Jen and I, during those six months, we were seeing therapists. I immediately, that was like, one of the first things is when Jen came out to me, Jen, I obviously knew was seeing a therapist. I, I was like, okay, I need to see somebody. I need to be able to talk to somebody about what's going on uh, with Jen and I, with my own personal feelings with it. So I did get a therapist. And so Jen saw her therapist. I saw a therapist. We saw a therapist together. And then towards the end of those six months, Jen also started seeing a gender therapist. So two therapists for Jen. So that, that did help. It really did help, but it's still, I mean, it's not your mom. It's Mm -hmm. not, you know, it's not your dad. It's not your, you know, your friends. So it was lonely, but going back to your, your next question about, okay, let me just make sure this is right. Just Jen, when like what Jen's concerns were mm-hmm. about coming out. Is that what it, yep. the question was? Yep. I'm sorry. Okay. So we do live in a small town. We do live in the Midwest. And 
our town is actually a suburb of a larger city in our state, but it's still a small town. I'm a teacher in this small town. Our youngest is a sophomore at the high school. And you know, those that live in small towns, word spreads really quickly. And we just really didn't be honest with you. I mean, we just weren't really sure what the right thing to do was. Like, how, how can we help our daughters through this? How can we make this easier? Mm. Because they were already, let's just, let's use the word grieving. Because I, I do believe that is kind of what we were doing and have done over the past two years. They had just found out their their dad was no longer uh, who they who they thought. Mm-hmm. I'm going to use he. He was. Mm-hmm. Still their parent, still loves them as much as anything, but different. And so we were trying to make sure that we were showing as much love and helping them. And another thing I'll stop, we all, once the girls found out, we were all in therapy. We all started seeing, they started seeing therapists as well. It was just important to us that, you know, this is not something that, you know, you typically would face in your lifetime. Most people don't find out that their parents, like a parent is trans. Um, So we were really just trying to do everything the right way, Mm -hmm. everything right. And so Jay was just really trying her best to be respectful of everybody's feelings and take it slow. That was important to her. And we we greatly appreciate Jen being so respectful of our feelings because there were some hard times and trying to understand it all. And it, it was it's it was scary hearing you know I when I found out the news from Jen it it was scary mm-hmm. until you know and and even though I, I was totally uneducated about what it meant to be trans but since then I've definitely read and listened to anything I could possibly get my hands on regarding transgender what it means to be transgender but you know it was just scary and the girls were scared it it was just kind of a hard time but over time it has gotten much easier so yeah and um I do want to still touch base on um kind of just how Jen felt with how young your daughter was I know you mentioned you know before um how hard that was on both of you like okay is this going to be a problem with her friends do you mind kind of touching on that Sure. I'll start by saying that Jen and our youngest, Jen's close with all three girls, but Jen has spent more time with our youngest. Jen travels a lot for her job and over the years was just out of town a lot while the the other two were growing up. So with our youngest, I had went back to work and Jen was the the mom or in the morning i mean she she did her youngest hair she took her to preschool they just spent a lot of time together a lot of time so they were they were pretty really close they still are but there there were some hard times i remember going into her room it was probably maybe five months after jenna came out and she's 
on her phone and she's looking at pictures of her and her dad. And I'm like, oh, you're looking at pictures. And she's like, yeah, she goes, I just, I don't even have a dad anymore. Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, you do, you, you, have, you have a dad. It's just different. Like things are gonna be different, but they're gonna be good. And she's like, well, who's gonna walk me down the aisle? Like who's, like, who's gonna dance with me on the, on the father-daughter dance? I mean, like these questions were just, they were hard for me to hear because mm -hmm. my heart just broke for her. Because I know she was really just trying to understand it all. And I'm happy to say, you know, through therapy and as time has gone on, she's much better. And we really don't hear those questions anymore. But I do want to share when, when she was trying to understand all of this as a 14-year-old as a at that time. She had talked with her therapist and her therapist said, you know, here's, here's, how, here's how this is. Mm -hmm. Your dad was born in a male body, as a male, but her brain is wired as a female. And I think with her hearing this, actually all of us hearing this, I mean, it really did make a lot of sense to us. And it's, it's really helped her. But as time has moved forward and Jen is going to start presenting full-time in February. And it is, I know our youngest is still a little nervous about people finding out about her dad. And that's what's hard. Jen just really wants to not upset our youngest and not, in her words, this is Jen's words, not embarrass her around her friends or she plays soccer, so she's going to be playing high school soccer. And that was one of the questions. Well, how is dad going to, well, she didn't ask, but other people were like, well, how is dad going to, how's Jen going to come to the soccer games? Is she going to come presenting? Well, we'd say it's Jennifer because that's who she is. But what is she going to look like? What is this going to look like at the soccer games? Will this affect Lauren? And so those have been some big conversations. And Jen was great. I mean, Jen told Lauren, she's like, you know, I want to be at your games. I want to come see you play soccer. I love you. I mean, that's, I, I want to do those things. But I also understand if it would make you feel uncomfortable, I won't. I'll just watch it on live stream. And so Jen has just been great. I mean, it, I'm sure some of this has hurt her feelings, but she never shows it. Wow. Like she's, she's so gracious about all of this and I feel like we're we're blessed by by Jen being so understanding of our feelings too but all three but all four of us the girls and I know that it is time it is time for Jen to be her her true self and we're we're going to support that because we love her and yeah. we want her to be happy and I want to touch base on ex on what you just said because I feel like Jen and Ryan have done this very sim similarly, but obviously I can't know exactly how your day-to-day -day life is. And that is taking the transition slow. I can only imagine how hard it is on both of them or anyone going through this. You go so many years wanting to finally be your authentic self. You come out and you feel like, okay, well, I really want to just start dressing. I want all these changes. I want to start looking like a girl that I'm supposed to. And obviously it doesn't happen overnight, no matter if you do start dressing. But for me, Ryan didn't dress right away. 
it was like very slowly, you know, sometimes male clothes, sometimes it was just leggings and an oversized t-shirt at home. And it was, it was very slow. And also what I appreciate, and I feel like you're able to do this with Jen and it's super important is tell her about the hard times, even though it sucks because she's the one that's transitioning and you're coming to her about her, your own, um, hardships with her own transition. I think it's important that we get to have that open communication because if it was just with our therapists or with our friends, our own spouse doesn't realize what we are going through. And I feel like we both were able to have a partner who actually, as much as they can, they can see what it is that we are going through as a spouse. I mean, we literally lost our husbands. We no longer have the male that we married. That's a lot to go through. And so, with you, do you feel like you can talk to Jen about your hardships? And um, do you feel that she's kind of slowed down, not slowed down or currently, but in the beginning, slowed her process of coming out um, to respect not only you, but the kids? Yes, I feel Jen is, she's super easy to talk to about this. She, we're very open. I think if we weren't open, that we would not be together right now. Mm -hmm. I think our marriage would have ended a long time ago. One thing I will say also about Jen transitioning is that our communication and our friendship has gotten so much better prior to the prior to the transition. We, our communication was just not great. I mean, at times, and it, it's gotten so much better. So I, I I am thankful that it's so easy to talk to her now. Saying that. Yeah, I, I do. I mean, I've shared things with her that are hard, mm -hmm. that are hard for her to hear. I know that it's not always easy to listen to some of the things that I share with her, but at the same time, it's not always obviously easy for us to hear mm -hmm. what our spouses share with us about their transition. But she has been, her taking it slow, I think, is, was not only just for, for Lauren but and for our youngest, but for for all of us, for me as well. Let's talk HRT for a minute. Sometimes I've read that when trans individuals come out as trans, they usually start HRT pretty quickly. Mm -hmm. I don't know what it was like with you guys. But so Jen came out to me in December and in September, we were sitting out on the couch and she's like, I think I want to start HRT. And that sent me spiraling. Mm. I'm like, oh, okay. So you're, you're ready. I mean, like, are you sure? You know, I was asking lots of questions. Are you sure this is what you want to do? And in my mind, I thought, wow, this is, this is quick. Like she's already wanting to do this. This is a big deal. Like this is a big deal. But in all reality, she had waited a lot longer than most trans individuals do. And I didn't realize that, but so that was, that was hard. The HRT was hard for me. And, and she did share, she's like, you know, I, I've been wanting to do this for, for months now. Like, you know, this is something that I, I really have been thinking about, but I, I didn't want to upset you or to make you feel like I'm rushing this. So yeah, so that'd be a good example. Yeah, and yeah. I don't know if you mentioned this, so sorry if you have, if I'm having you repeat this, but how long have you been married? 
We have been married 25 years. Yeah, so yeah, sorry, go ahead. Time. No, that's okay. We we started, we actually met in 1994. We were both freshmen in college and we met in our English class. Jen had just gotten out of the army and we were friends and then we started dating uh the end of 95 and have been together you know so when Jen came out to me it had just been our 23rd we'd celebrated our 23rd wedding anniversary that October wow and I asked this not only because I want people to know how long you guys were married for um prior to you know her coming out but it's because I was recently married so I feel like it's it's hard no matter what but I can only imagine going 20 plus years with someone knowing them for that long that's the person you married that you know all up all about Jen and then it to be a shock so it makes sense why the HRT was hard for you I mean it's still hard for anybody I'm not saying it wasn't hard for me um I'll be honest now that I think about it um when Ryan came out to me it was January of 2021 and uh I think she started I don't know two months after if anything on HRT and I'll be honest, I don't, I think my brain was in like survival mode, like, okay, whatever you got to do, do it. Um, not that I was ready for her to like full on dress or anything, but she wasn't either. Um, anyways, I think that it makes a lot of sense why this was hard on you. And I do think it's, like I said, I will stress it. I think it's so important. If anyone's listening on here, if you are new to transitioning or honestly, if you are hiding it and you really want to come out, that is one thing that Ryan and I still to this day tell people is it really helps if you can just take it as slow as you can, even though this is your life. And, you know, they say, don't do, you know, certain things for certain people. You got to be yourself. I do believe that. And, but I do also feel like this is a huge shock to a family. And so if you can, even it doesn't have to be as slow as how Jen has taken it or Ryan has taken it, but just have respect and know like, okay, wow, I can only imagine being in my spouse's shoes and having their own spouse technically die in their eyes. That's a lot. That's a lot of grief to go through. And then now you're having to look at this whole different person. It's hard. So I, I just really respect that they both were able to do that. Um, what were some hardships going through this for you? Well, there's, there's been a few, I think just not knowing anything about what it means to be transgender was a, a, a big, you know, kind of a roadblock at, at first. I, I'll be honest, when I, when I thought about transgender people uh, prior to Jen coming out to me, I had always just assumed that you're born male or you're born female and that's just the way it was and Obviously, that's not true. I don't believe that anymore. But I really had to, well, I first had to decide, if, am I going to stay or, or like what, 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 what's going to happen with Jen and I? I mean, are, are we going to work through this? I mean, and that was the big thing. Jen really thought that once she told me that she was trans, that it would be like, okay, <laughs> I can't do this. I'm, I'm going to have to leave the marriage. But I was shocked and surprised and all the feelings, honestly, uh, but I never once thought about leaving Jen when she came out to me as trans. 
but I also knew I also I had to become more educated. So I read, I listened to lots of podcasts, I got on as much I got on Reddit for a little bit and then I thought, oh, I can't be on Reddit. Reddit's not that great with, with trying to talk to others about um, what it means to be trans. But I tried to find support groups. That's been very hard where we live. That's something that I think anybody whose spouse is coming out as trans or someone who's coming out as trans, not only get a therapist, but also try to find that community. Find, find a support system within a community that is understanding and loving and also is going through the, th the same things that you are. I, I looked everywhere for that community. And that was one question that I always would say to our therapist, either my therapist or the one that we would see together, how can I find community? How can I find other spouses who are going through this? Luckily for Jen, um, the larger city by us does have a support group every other week for trans individuals, but nothing for spouses. Mm -hmm. So that was really hard for me. And, and, and I they're felt really, like, sorry. And they're no, really okay. negative. I remember you and I talking about that. And yes, if you're listening and you found a support group, that's not negative. That's awesome. I've been a part of many support groups on Facebook and some zoom ones. And it just felt like it was about the struggles of the marriage, but in a very negative way. And so that's why I'm so glad that you and I found each other because we want to stay positive. Not that we're fake or anything. We want to stay positive. Yes, we're going to have hardships. We're going to tell funny stories of, you know, them trying makeup or whatever. But we have each other. That's that's what we want. And I think it's right. a blessing that, I mean, you can tell them how you found me because I didn't know how you found me. Yeah, no, I totally will. So another way I was looking for, for community, I would get on to Instagram or TikTok and I would type in trans family or transgender, transgender couples or just whatever. And I found Caitlin and Ryan and I found others too, but there's just something about Caitlin and Ryan that really stuck out to me and made me, I just felt an instant connection. Like, okay, I see us kind of similar, like we're, our families are, even though you guys are much younger than us and, you know, so your, your little guy is a lot younger, um, there's just some similarities and I just felt comfortable and so I reached out to you and you immediately responded to me and it's just been amazing and I'm so thankful that I found you and I hope, I know our friendship will last mm -hmm. forever. I, I know. You know, we want to move, so. <laughs> move yeah. by each other now, it's, it's been it's been awesome. Yeah, it's um, been great. Well, and hardships too, like some of the hardships I, so I'll, I'll just quickly go back to that real quick. So the, just trying to become more educated on, on transgender stuff. And then also just learning to look at my spouse in a, in a different light as she's slowly doing new things. Like she's starting to wear jewelry, paint her fingernails, paint her toenails. I mean, just different things that were hard for me at first. Makeup, makeup was really hard for me at first. So those were some hardships and then just family and friends in, in some ways as well. Yeah. Um, actually, I do want to talk about the family and friends thing because I remember something you shared with me. So you've mentioned before in a call that we had, our very first call, um, which was probably the best because I felt, wow, 
I'm not alone in this, so I want to say that, but there was something that you mentioned in there that is spot on to me, and that is friendships, how different they are. And you mentioned how you went out to lunch or something with some friends, a bunch of girlfriends, and how you just felt like you were the outcast or you were the one that has to just sit back and not be able to talk about your life because all of your other friends get us to talk about their spouse and the fun things that they get to do, but here we are. Not that our life is horrible, but going through this transition, it's, I mean, I'm three years in and I'm still having hard times when I hear about, you know, this heterosexual couple that gets to do whatever out in public where I get to worry about stepping outside my house with my transgender spouse. So if you wouldn't mind kind of how explaining how you felt in that moment, how you're feeling with friends and how maybe life has changed in that area, that would be awesome. Yes, I would love to share that. I am going to start. So going back a little bit with the timeline, we told the girls six months in, so that would have been June. And then we were getting ready to take a trip to Massachusetts to visit one of my really good friends that lives there. And she is super open-minded, loving. So we felt like we should tell her about Jen. And of course she was great. So that was my first friend that I shared the news with and she was wonderful. But you know, she lives in Massachusetts too. So like I don't get to see her very often. And then the next friend that I shared the news with was a, like one of my best good friends from work. And I will never forget sharing the news with her. It was after work one day. I just, I had told Jen, I'm like, I don't think I, I need to talk to somebody. I need to talk to somebody that lives close, that I trust, that I know will love me and, and, and love us no matter what. And so I chose her. And I remember telling her after work one day and as I'm talking and sharing the news like tears are just like streaming down her face and I think it was I mean obviously she she loves me very much and it was hard for her to hear that we had kept it to ourselves for that long and that because that had been you know she's just like I can't believe that you you didn't tell me earlier but she was very easy to talk to about it and she she doesn't bring it up much like unless I bring it up and want to talk about it you know she's all about it but if she sees someone having a hard time she'll she'll say well how are you how are things going like with the transition but she kind of leaves that up to me to talk about more which I do appreciate too but she was one of my girlfriends that I went out to lunch with this summer so she knew about what was going on with Jay and I. And so we're sitting there and yeah, I mean, everybody's talking about their spouses, their kids, their, their lives. And I, at this, at this point, I'm just sitting here like, Oh, okay. So like, well, you know, we're going to go on vacation or, I mean, it, it was just a weird feeling. I felt kind of secluded, um, and they weren't obviously trying to make me feel that way. They had no idea what was going on with my life. They were just sharing what was going on themselves. But I think when you can't be authentic mm-hmm. and, and talk about, you know, hard things that's going on, because at this time, Jen was not really out. And I was not going, obviously, to out her to anybody. 
I think it was just hard. It was hard. And, I, and I'm sure you can relate, relate, Caitlin. It's like as time moves on, I mean, you do go through different things. You, you do go through that really sad phase or you might go through a really happy phase. Everything's going great. But at that time, I was just really sad during that that space of time that I had met with those friends, but it is different. Our, our friendships are different. Now that Jen is out and has told everybody, uh, for the most part, everybody's been amazing. Like everybody at her work has been amazing. They've been very supportive. For the most part, my friends have been too, but it's not like people are calling us and asking us to go do things. And honestly, we're not calling them really either and asking them because as great as everybody has been there is some uncomfortableness there like you can tell I mean like they're just they're uncomfortable and I just don't want anybody to feel uncomfortable we don't want that we want everybody to to um, be able to enjoy themselves when we're all together and I will go back real quick Caitlin and just talk because we had talked about our youngest and friendships and stuff like that one of the fears too with our youngest was she's 15 right so her friends come over to our house a lot and they stay the night that kind of thing and so one of more so my fears because i don't know if jen really was thinking about this as much because she had so many other things to think about but was just like okay so when this friend finds out are they still are they still going to want to have a friendship with with our daughter when their parents find out, are they going to want their daughter to come to our house anymore? I mean, are they going to feel comfortable with that? So that was a big fear. And, you know, Jen, Jen didn't want Lauren to have to, to have those, you know, to be worried about that. And that's another reason I think that she has gone really slow with her transition because, you know, it's hard enough being in high school and dealing with all of the drama and issues. Throw in that you have a transparent and, you know... I think Lorna just realized, really worried that she was going to lose friends. Mm -hmm. And, um, yeah, so it is different. I'm, I'm sure you can relate to some of that stuff. So, so you once told me um, that there was a picture that was shared at school. I don't know if it was shared all around the school or whatnot um, of your family because Jen's transition. Can you kind of talk on that and how that went about and how your daughter dealt with that? Sure. I had posted a picture on my Facebook page of the five of us at Christmas, and it was just our family photo. She was presenting as male, but obviously with HRT, there are changes, and there had already been some rumors, let's just say, that there were things going on with, with Lauren's dad. And so Someone got on to my Facebook page, I don't know who, and screenshotted the picture of our family, and it just started to show people at the high school the picture. And so then people were coming up to Lauren and just saying, hey, is your dad turning into a girl? That's what we're hearing. And just, yeah, I mean, some pretty, she wasn't prepared for it, let's just say. Mm -hmm. She was not prepared for those questions. And it, it, she was just caught off guard and it was very hard for her. And so I asked her at that time, I said, okay, it's one thing to be curious. 
we know that people are gonna be curious. We knew this. We knew people were gonna ask questions and uh, you know, it's not every day that you see a family that is going through the same thing as what we're going through. But, you know, when it, if it gets to a point where it's not curiosity anymore, it's just mean, mm-hmm. when people are being nasty, I said that's when, you know, I think we'll probably need to let your counselor know, let, let the school know what we're going through as a family right now. And I also asked her at that time, I said, but if you would like to go ahead and share this, com- you know, this, this news with the counselor right now, we can do that as well. And she's like, no, I do not want to do that right now. And I said, okay, I will respect that. But just please tell me if there is ever a point that you would like to do that. Because I know the staff, I know the counselor and the staff at her school would be very, uh, very kind and, and would really be helpful for Lauren if she needed that. Wow. Now, how is it going? I don't know how long ago that happened. Now, how is it at school with most of them probably knowing? Or do they not know? You know, I think a lot of people know. I really do. I, Lauren's like, I don't, Lauren says, she goes, I just don't think people even really care. And I love that she has that. She goes, people don't care. There have been a couple questions that have come up over the last month or so. Just, you know, she's hearing through the grapevine. Oh, yeah, like I heard, you know, so-and-so said that, you know, your dad's trans or whatever. And, and she handled it really great. She actually reached out to these people because she knows them and, She's like, hey, if you have questions about my family, if you have questions about what's going on, I would appreciate you asking me. Oh. And they're like, okay, we will do that. And I think that kind of shut it down. Yeah. I think it kind of shut it down because she didn't go into detail. That's all she said. She goes, if you have questions, come to me, talk to me, don't ask so-and-so. Which, uh, let me tell you, I, I am pretty impressed by. I was going to say. She- <laughs> yeah. I can't even do that. Yeah, no, I'm very proud of her. I'm very proud of her. So I think right now... You know, if people are are saying anything, she's not hearing about it, or if she is hearing about it, she's just not telling me. I think she probably would, but she seems to be good. She good. seems to be good right now. So good. Well, I'm so proud yeah. of her because yeah. there has been times that my therapist is like, you know, you don't have to explain yourself. You can say if you have questions, come to me. So. I'm so proud of Lauren. Okay. So you guys, we are going to wrap up this part one with Angie. We're going to have a bonus episode. So today's Tuesday. If you're listening to when it launched, we are going to have a bonus episode this Thursday. And Angie's going to go into how did Jen's work take it? Because let me tell you, it's amazing. And Jen is just beyond blessed about her work. Not saying it was a hundred percent how she wanted it, but I'm sure it's more than what most trans individuals have to go through. And then I kind of want to go into how Angie's work, how Angie's parents and Jen's parents have taken this transition. So stay tuned for that bonus episode. I really appreciate you taking the time to listen today. Um, A little part of your day to hear a little bit about Angie and a little bit about our story and how we can relate. So thank you, Angie. And here goes to part two. Thanks, Caitlin. Mm -hmm. Thank you for joining us on Beyond Your Lens. Remember, your story matters. Keep an open heart and an open mind. Until next time, keep looking beyond your lens. If you'd like to follow our personal journey where we open up more about our story, follow us on Instagram and TikTok at TransWifeLife. Take care and stay true to yourself.